When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Whether you're thinking of divorcing your narcissistic spouse, right in the middle of it, or have finalized your divorce, the tactics are the same. If this sounds like you, you need to know about Christine Hammond's new masterclass series, How to Survive a Divorce with a Narcissist. In this four-hour video series, Christine Hammond introduces the toxic tactics that narcissists use to abuse, humiliate, and manipulate you, and teaches you exactly how to recognize these tactics and navigate through them with mastery and confidence. How to Survive a Divorce with a Narcissist is a deep dive, a masterclass that'll show you how narcissists use tactics like bait and switch, scare tactics, roller coaster ride, and child's play. It's How to Survive a Divorce with a Narcissist, a four-hour recorded video masterclass with Christine Hammond. For more information or to purchase today, just go to growwithchristine.com forward slash narcissism. That's growwithchristine.com forward slash narcissism. This masterclass will change your life. Again, that's growwithchristine.com forward slash narcissism. This is Understanding Today's Narcissist, brought to you in part by PsychCentral.com. And now, here's your host, Christine Hammond. Today, I want to talk about different ways that you can protect your kids from your narcissistic ex. So... I've had a lot of requests for things like this, mostly because people go through a really rough time after they've divorced the narcissist. They think that everything is over with and things are going to get better. And yet, oof, it sometimes actually gets worse. So let's talk about Sabrina. She was at her wits end. Her narcissistic ex-husband had actually hit this all-time low. During their marriage, she was the target for all of his angry rants, his verbal assaults, his gaslighting and guilt tripping. But now his attacks seem to center around just one of their two kids. This is very common. Unfortunately, it was their 10-year-old child who, not so ironically, most resembled Sabrina's personality and became thus his new target. Their 12-year-old child seemed to escape his scrutiny despite the recent in-school suspension and two failing grades. But it was the 10-year-old who was quiet, generally compliant, and rarely got into any trouble that Sabrina's ex started to attack. Sabrina watched in horror as her child shut down even more, became unnecessarily anxious, was newly fearful, and even depressed. Afraid her child would become like her, putting up with him for years, Sabrina knew she had to speak up to him. However, the last time she confronted her ex, he slapped her with a motion to modify the parenting agreement, accusing her of parental alienation. Super, 
simple tactic that a lot of narcissists actually do. So what can she do in this situation? She didn't want to be like him and file even more motions requesting hearings to handle their child. Besides which, the last time they were in court, he just seemed to woo the judge, getting even more than his fair share. So Sabrina needed a different approach. Her protective instincts wanted to keep her child away from him even more, but she knew that this is going to end in absolute disaster for her and her child. So instead, Sabrina decided on a very different strategy. And we're going to talk about exactly what she did. So these are seven ways that you can protect your kids from your narcissistic ex. Unfortunately, Sabrina's story is a very common one, and I hear it all the time from my clients. It's really sad, but remember, narcissists have a tendency to pick one kid out as the golden child. And despite everything else, the golden child gets to get away with everything, while the forgotten child gets pretty much the brunt of all of the anger, the ranting, and everything else that goes along with it. So let's talk about seven ways that you can protect your kid from your narcissistic ex if you are finding yourself with this dilemma. Number one, you got to realize that they're not going to change. Even Sabrina caught herself thinking, why can't he just do this one thing differently? Just because there was a divorce and the kids are hurting, it doesn't mean the narcissist is actually going to gain any insight or claim any responsibility. That is really worth repeating. Just because there was a divorce and the kids are hurting, it doesn't mean the narcissist will gain any insight or claim any responsibility. They didn't change in the marriage and they're not going to change in divorce. Remembering that this limitation exists help Sabrina to put things into perspective and into a clearer focus. She needed to do some changing and she needed to change what she could change and ignore the rest. So the very first step is you got to realize they are not going to change. Number two, you got to work with the narcissism and not against it. Knowing that her ex loved attention and being admired, Sabrina told him that their daughter admired him and wanted to spend even more one-on-one time with him. Of course, she had to share this idea with her daughter beforehand and get her approval for the verbiage that she was going to use. But this worked. It actually stroked his ego, so he actually wanted to engage more with their daughter. So the daughter had to be bought into it. And you can buy into a child with this without saying that the parent is narcissistic. Please don't do that. It will alienate the child from the parent and the parent will use that against you. So you can work with the narcissism and not against it without telling your child all of what you are doing. Number three got to use the hamburger method. We've talked about this before. The hamburger method is a way of communicating that makes receiving criticism easier. The ingredients are simple. You compliment, which is the bun that usually has sugar and salt on the flavor. You confront, which is the meat. And then you compliment again, which is yet another bun. Think of it as a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. 
Because the narcissistic ego needs regular stroking, this works nearly every time. So you, when you do have to confront the narcissist, make sure you're using the hamburger method. Teach the kids to do the same. It is a nice, polite way of confronting people that will be useful to them, regardless of whether they're dealing with a narcissist or just a problem child on the playground. Number four, ignore threats. Instead of being paralyzed or re-traumatized by his threats, and he did it often because he kept threatening to take her back to court, Sabrina had to overlook his comments. When the narcissist feels like they are losing in some way, they will make threatening statements. Sometimes these are benign, they're not really going to do anything, and nothing actually comes from the threat. Other times, something really does come from the threat, and it's a full-blown attack. Past behavior in marriage is the best judge of this in divorce. So whatever they did in the past, they're likely to do it again. Remember, narcissists don't learn, and so they just repeat the same pattern over and over again. But you're better off ignoring the threats and not engaging in them. Number five, model healthy behavior. Sabrina knew that her interaction with her ex was being watched intensely by their kids, most especially their daughter. They were looking instinctively for what worked and what doesn't work. Kids naturally study their parents so that they can get what they want. Sabrina began discussions with a smile, a good attitude, and a calm demeanor with her ex. Even when he escalated, Sabrina lowered her vocal register. So you're talking more quietly, speaking more slowly, and breathed deeply. This helped her to present, keep present, and not slip into survival mode, getting triggered from the past. Because once that survival mode is triggered, reasoning becomes far more difficult when the automatic response of fight, flight, freeze, or faint actually kicks in. So Sabrina had to model healthy behavior for her kids. Number six, don't tolerate abusive behavior. One of the reasons Sabrina sought divorce was that her ex had been very abusive. Now that she was away from it, she realized that her daughter was getting the brunt of it. Unfortunately, the abuse was so subtle that it hurt her daughter and it was not even reportable. So there was no marks or anything like that that she could report to anybody. Sabrina stopped tolerating his abuse and she also needed to teach her daughter to do the same thing. Barring the idea from a superhero movie, Sabrina and her daughter designed an imaginary force field that could be activated anytime her daughter felt unsafe. It is a protective bubble that surrounds her daughter so that she can see out, but yet nothing can get in. This allowed the attacks to be seen, but they would only get an arm's length distance before they actually bounced off. Her daughter loved the idea and even drew a picture of it so she could remember her new superpower whenever she needed it. That's how we don't tolerate the abusive behavior. Number seven, avoid embarrassment. Knowing that her ex hated to be embarrassed, Sabrina used this fear to encourage him to engage more with their daughter. She talked to him about a dad that her ex knew and felt competitive with. Then she told him about how the other dad had taken his daughter out to a fancy restaurant and the theater getting all dressed up in formal attire. (laughs) 
Within a week, her ex had arranged for him and his daughter to fly to New York City to see her favorite Broadway show and stay at an upscale hotel. This simple trip went a long way in helping their relationship to improve and gave her daughter a good memory with her dad. So because her ex hated to be embarrassed, Sabrina used that against him in order to get her daughter something that she wanted. So at first, Sabrina felt uncomfortable with these techniques. But after she had some success and they continued to work for her and her kids, she kept at it. Better yet, her kids actually learned some new skills and felt more comfortable during their time with their dad. So remember the seven steps. Number one, realize they won't change. Number two, work with the narcissism and not against it. Number three, use the hamburger method. Number four, ignore the threats. Number five, model healthy behavior. Number six, don't tolerate abusive behavior. And most importantly, number seven, avoid embarrassment. These are the ways that I teach my client to help their kids. Please, once again, don't use the word narcissist when you're talking about your ex, even though they might be one, because we don't want to cause another litigation battle with your narcissistic ex-spouse. Thanks for listening to Understanding Today's Narcissist with Christine Hammond. Brought to you in part by PsychCentral.com. For more information, visit GrowWithChristine.com. Produced by Autovita Studios. Connect your voice to the world. Produced by Autovita Studios. Connect your voice to the world.